This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background, and of course, spoil the endings, all in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do modern no theatre with Sotoba Komachi by Kanami in the late 1300s. Why is it called that? Komachi is the name of the woman the play centres on, a 99-year-old woman and the exploration of her age and the lessons to be learnt from her. She has the play named after her as it is her story we should be learning from. Sotoba references the area the play takes place near, a stupa. A stupa is a sacred mound where a Buddha's bones were buried. This play features Onono Komachi, one of the six great poets of the Heian period, also famous for her beauty and her many suitors, whose infatuation she allegedly mocked. In the Edo period, her name became synonymous with a beautiful woman, in particular used with regional names to indicate a beautiful woman of that region, a practice which continues to this day. There are five no players with feature her. Here, two priests from Mount Koya are on their way to the capital, where they come across an old woman sitting on a ruined Buddhist stupa. The priests remonstrate her. In turn, she argues with them in what becomes a controversy of Buddhist doctrine. The priests, impressed with her knowledge, ask her name. She confesses that she is Komachi, now a hundred years old, and reminisces about her youth. In a fit of madness, she imagines that she is one of her suitors, Fukakusa, attempting to visit her 100 nights to earn her love, but dying after the 99th visit. But she at last emerges from her madness to set her mind on gaining salvation. Just some terminology. Awaki is a secondary character, and this is a priest from Mount Koya. Awakitsa accompanies the secondary character and is the attending priest. Ashite is a hundred-year-old woman, Onono Komachi. This is the main character. Shite music is a thematic prelude sung by the chorus or the waki or the wakitsu. Two priests enter to Shida music and sing of the secret place in the shallow mountains and the deep recesses of our hearts. The head priest introduces them as priests from Mount Koya, and together they sing of living between the times long after Buddha had died and long before the Buddha to come has appeared with only teachings to guide them to enlightenment. They sing a travel song telling of renouncing all ties to this earth and walking long miles from home just resting in hills and fields which are their home now. Ono no Komachi enters to Shida music and sings of being a drifting water weed, saddened by not having waters to beckon her. She sings of her loveliness as a youth compared to her present wretchedness as years and months have piled their ravages on her head until she has become a hundred-year-old crone. She stops to take a rest on a decaying stump before she goes into the city, hoping no one will recognise her. The priests then see an old woman sitting on a stupa and tell her that she must get off it. Thus begins a long exchange where they discuss the stupa as a symbol of Buddha's body. Buddhism and the reincarnation of the world as a thing of the mind and not the body, of contrary ways to reach salvation, of evil also being good, of passion being also enlightenment. The chorus continues singing of truth and nothingness, of man and Buddha being no different, of sin leading to salvation and the priest realising that this old woman is no ordinary beggar. The woman then improvises a song in jest about the stupa, and the chorus sings of the annoying sermonising of the priests. Answering the priests' questions, the woman admits she is Komachi. The priests exclaim about the once-famed beauty and poet, and the chorus sing of how her beauty has passed. The priests then ask her about her garments that are soiled and wrecked and broken. 
The chorus for Komachi sings of sleeves not long enough to wipe her tears, of roaming the streets as a beggar, and her suddenly being seized with madness. Komachi suddenly thinks that she is Fukakusa, who tried to win her love. The chorus describes how she is possessed by his angry spirit, and now he must make these nightly journeys to Komachi's home. Komachi continues with her madness, singing as Fukakusa, going to nightly visits to Komachi in all kinds of weather, of missing important banquets, of being as faithful as a morning cock's crow, but then lacking just one night and dying in agony. Komachi is now possessed by Fukakusa. The chorus at the end sings of Komachi now wanting to pray for salvation, of piling high the pebbles into stupas, and for making offerings in order to enter the way of truth. If you didn't know the player before, you do now, a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the player's story, highlighting the bits we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. That's all from us at The Aside and this episode of Scripties. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Scripties episodes and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening. 